This episode of the Your Best Lifestyles podcast is sponsored today by the MedFit Classroom. The MedFit Classroom is a nonprofit educational branch of the MedFit Network. Find free or discounted education and webinars on prevention, rehabilitation of chronic diseases, medical conditions, women's health, genomics, hormones, aging, sleep, stress management, joint replacement, nutrition, exercise, and more. For more information, visit them today at www.medfitclassroom.org. That's www.medfitclassroom.org. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Your Best Lifestyles podcast right here on Apple, Google, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Breaker, uh, man, Anchor, we everywhere. Like I said, you know, we all over the world right now. Um, thank you, uh, Brazil, uh, Puerto Rico, Japan. Thank you for tuning in, tuning in, but this is a Another. This is a sequel from a guest that I had on uh, maybe a few weeks ago, and also I wanted to bring her back on. I'm gonna introduce her in a minute, but you know, just want to check in with everybody. You know, they say some shout outs too. So you know, I hope everybody's doing well all across the world, not just here in Atlanta. It's a little dreary out today. Not too hot. Not too cold few clouds in the sky but you know the birds still chirping and the squirrels are still running around and nature is still doing what it does so you know just want to be uh show those signs of gratitude and show really a whole lot of appreciation of my life today you know it could be worse it could be you know messed up with everything that's going on right now and um so we're still alive we're still breathing with uh, independence and you're not hooked up to any type of respiratory um, assistance and any type of machines you know and uh, uh, you know it's just a blessing to be here you know we're still alive and you're not hooked up and you're not in the hospitals family members are okay you know and um, uh, we give our uh, condolences to everybody who may lost someone due from this um, pandemic it's very unfortunate you know hope you guys are dealing with that pretty good you know, I know it's a tragedy, but it's just crazy. So, you know, uh, yeah, another thing, you know, Georgia is partially back open, opening up slowly now. Like I said, I totally disagree with the decision what the governor has made. I agree with the mayor to stay home, stay home. You know, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. I think it's too soon. It's too early. Okay, but they're trying to jumpstart their economy and, and you know, it's, you know, but and you know, by doing that, you're putting a lot of people's lives in danger. You're putting their health in danger. So I want to say, you know, if you don't have to go anywhere right now, please do not. You know, if you need to get out there, you have to go to work. Make sure you follow the, the six feet and make sure that, you, you know, you're still practicing the social distancing. And, you know, you're taking care of your health and everything like that. And then you're coming straight back home. Don't you want to go out to be ligneran and, you know, getting your nails done and your hair done. Seem like that's where everybody at right now in Atlanta. Barbershop, I don't get it. I don't understand. Just let it grow out. Just cut your nails. Because a lot of times bacteria and, you know, 
uh, the, the pandemic can get underneath your nails, you know. So just, just make sure that you're practicing safe protocols, please. You know, there's been some cases. Cases of the uh, COVID-19 has increased from what I'm seeing after, you know, two days of the city being opened back up, you know, the weekend, you know, it's, it's crazy. Okay, so, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Please pay attention and stay home. You don't have to go out, don't go out. So anyway, yeah, you know, thank you to our um, our sponsors and thank you to our advertisers, uh, friends, families, you know, for sharing the podcast and really giving them positive feedback about it. We really appreciate you guys. You know, it's really been um, fun. It's been, you know, it still is fun, you know. It is like wow! I'm I'm able to connect with individuals around the globe, you know, just from one phone call and talking with everybody, seeing how they are, what type of nuggets and you know um, inspiration that they can give to the listeners, you know, that who are friends and family of the platforms, and uh, it's been tremendous, man. You know, I I you know, I really am blessed to have this 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 platform to really share and bring you people who you never probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for this platform so i really i really am grateful for the platform that we created and that we have it so i want to say you know thank you once again you know and i'm just going to introduce my guest again all the way from india it's what 10 30 over there at p.m so we not going to take so much of her time, but we really appreciate her taking time out of her productive schedule. I would say busy, but I would say productive. She's very productive with her time. Most people are just busy. So, um, oh my God, Miss <laughs> Chatterjee and Anupama. I'm sorry, I'm about to hack her name up, and I know I just pronounced it. Anupama Chatterjee, nutritionist, entrepreneur, and wellness coach. Um, she's been leading a nutritionist. She's a leading nutritionist, dietitian, and wellness coach based in India. She's popular as the founder of the um, Effortless Lifestyle, through which she helps busy professionals who are not so fit and motivated obtain their wealth and wellness, health and wellness, and live with a long-term sustainable health without compromising on their hectic schedule, so they can live with right health. Uh, right lifestyle and the right motivation. I'm gonna start right there, and we're gonna come back to visit that. Um, and a, and a, uh, <laughs> and a new Uh, we get this right. I got it right. Okay. How are you doing today? I'm just so excited to be today back on this podcast with a terrific host like you, Terence. And it has been a wonderful day so far. It's drizzling kind of day, a whole day. And uh, just to add to the drizzle, I would like, like you said, Terence, I would like to add to that. People do not do not have to go out right now because we are a little bit better than how we were two weeks before because of the pandemic. And just, I got this metaphor right now because uh, it's kind of been raining throughout the day today here in, uh, in my city. Just because it's been uh, a rainy day, but it hasn't rained for two hours doesn't mean I have to go out just because it's not raining right now it might rain anytime back at any moment so likewise like we are doing a little bit better than what we were doing in terms of COVID-19 a few big spats we are doing a little bit better doesn't mean we have to go out and just break all the momentum that we have been gathering so 
with so much hard work and break it all again so i would definitely recommend all our listeners in india in atlanta in us all over the world to stay home stay safe and to keep working on their wellness and nutrition like uh, terence and i are doing this podcast today we are talking about nutrition we are talking about fitness we are talking about stress all about these factors because right now is the importance more than ever to focus on your fitness to focus on your health and focus on your nutrition because covid-19 like i said before on this podcast is just a reminder to us how well we have taken care of our health which is obviously not so great and it's time that we amp up our health game we amp up our nutrition we amp up our fitness and take our health to a level that we are ready to fight any situation any scenario not just covid not just any other viral infection bacterial infection any problems in our life we can take them on and we can crush them over Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100%. You know, this is the reason why I want you to come in and do this show again because you gave so much uh beneficial information the first time you were on and I was like, "Well, I said I got to get back on it because I see you on social media and you and you delivering so much rich uh content." And I said, "Oh, I want to I want to talk to her again. I want to talk to her again, you know what I'm saying?" So, a lot of times, you know, like this is the first time I actually brought somebody back on in a short period of time um like this because I'm really um fascinated with your content and your message and you know, you, you seem like you, you know, you're working diligently to get the word out about proper nutrition and taking care of yourself uh on a, on a, on a broader spectrum. So, thank you so much again for coming in. Now, Do you think that people are getting cabin fever now that they feel like, you know, oh, it's okay to go out for a little while, they open up the economy a little bit. Do you feel like people uh getting cabin fever and they need to get out now and maybe try to do something versus staying home? Are you seeing that where you are? Uh yeah, to to a extent yes. Now there are too many factors playing in here. The thing is that we are so much accustomed to our daily lifestyle that once this chain has been broken and we are forced to stay indoors, we are just uh uh jumping like a monkey in a cage when I can go out, when I can just go out and see what's happening in the world, the world that I've been going out every day so far in my life and just am I missing out on something? And just see that. The second reason is that we are not enough productive we are not enough uh right in our mindset about what we can accomplish staying in our home and what staying inside home could really mean to this world so we are not clear on our productivity we are not clear on the the purpose or the goal of what this can bring out when we are driven towards a change the reason that everybody turns you me all the other nutritionists doctors healthcare workers everybody is talking about staying inside staying at home is because we can see the goal we can see where it it's taking us where it can take us how we can actually get freed of this global pandemic if we choose to stay inside but a lot of people cannot see the end goal they are not enough driven to uh, see what we can together accomplish that is one of the reasons a lot of thing like is that productivity we are not enough motivated because we are very easily distracted by a revolutionary invention called the cell phone yes the cell phone that we are not uh, 
attentive we are not focused on what we are doing so every time uh, the phone rings or there is a notification ting on facebook on messenger on insta we are just going back to the cell phone continuously without getting focused on what we are all about what our goals are about all about what we want to achieve in life which is why i think nutrition along with the right motivation is very important and the reason that i talk about motivation and your mindset game all the time is because it's equally important it goes hand in hand and the reason that we are going out we are just uh, not allowing ourselves to be engrossed in this atmosphere that we are so blessed to be around like staying inside for a month i think is a vacation for any professional who uh, goes out every day working 18 hours a day 16 hours a day 14 hours a day i don't know it's like a dream vacation that you get to stay at your home for a month for two months i mean when we look back at it from a year from now to 2021 and i'm very positive and i'm sure we'll be free of this when we look back at this time and we're going to think oh my god I just had one month of vacation, two months of vacation at home. I could stay at home to stay with my family. I could do all the work that was pending for me. I could accomplish everything that I wanted to do because I didn't have time, but I didn't do that. I was just worrying, oh my God, the pandemic is going on. I cannot go out. When can I go out? Just peeping a little bit, going outside, spreading some virus and coming back. That's what we did. I don't want people to look back and say this picture. What I want to see that I want to make them see is being productive, getting your work done, getting your goals accomplished, crushing your goals and come out in the best possible manner. And I think that's the best thing we can do together. Isn't it, Terrence? Yeah, I agree with you 1,000% and, and more, trust me. Now, with the quarantine going on, you already know, it, it takes 21 days to make a habit. Now, here we are going in right. almost, you know, four weeks, five weeks now. Do you see people are, are creating a healthy habit or un- unhealthy habit? Or you see a combination of both? Uh I think uh, so there's two ends to it one is what I have been doing and what I see around me so on a personal note I have tried to build up some healthy habits but uh, also I would confess that I have picked up on some unhealthy habits too like being playing games around all the time so that's something I didn't do for a long time now that I'm back at home I'm getting some time at serious gaming is something what I'm doing. However, I see around the world that people are being bored AF all the day, which is which is a significant uh, indicator of the habits they're picking up. However, if you see some people are being slowly aware about the fitness, about nutrition because of this pandemic, the fear acts as a very good stressor in people. Because now people are afraid that, oh my God, I might have this virus. Oh my God, I might be infected. Now they have been more involved about sanitization, about personal hygiene. I think this is a very positive change I'm seeing around in people. The people are being more concerned about personal hygiene, about sanitation, about building up their health habits slowly. So even though they're not completely into it, like you said, it takes 21 days to build a habit. But those 21 days are very crucial for a person when they're building up a habit because every day you do it, you feel good. And the next day you're like, I did it for four days. Let me just skip today. I'll come back tomorrow. 
that's a very crucial factor so i'm seeing people uh, i see a lot of positivity but at the same time i see a lot of potential where we could go together yeah 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 i read a report um the other day it's a bloomberg report and they said that during this pandemic um the sale of popcorn and pretzels has raised uh was raised or is raised by 40% the sale of potato chips raised by uh 45% um due because of the covid-19 people are home snacking a lot so in that turn is the average person who may be quarantined maybe put they dubbed it the uh, quarantine 15 may have put on at least 15 pounds during the, the first uh four weeks What are your thoughts about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I think it's about the habits you have built up. Terence, you are a leading nutritionist yourself. You have been staying home for the last I don't know 4 weeks now. Have you been snacking a lot? It's just a question I want to start with. Have you been snacking on some unhealthy things a lot? Have you been doing that? I I I to be honest with you I did have popcorn um I I like Twizzlers just you know um the cravings has increased I'm not going to lie you know um there are some uh, uh we got uh, young adults in the house so there's always some some type of cookie they have and it's hard sometimes you know and sometimes I may grab a cookie <laughs> I'd be like okay that's enough and I have to I know I'm going to yeah. burn it off I know I have to really do some things to um uh, monitor my um exactly exactly yeah. my point you see you were aware of the fact that i grabbed a cookie and it's not good for me you you said that i have to confess that i had a little bit of popcorn but you have a very healthy eating habit i know you so i'm telling you i know you have a very he- healthy eating habit which is which is an indicator you know what to eat what is good for you and although there is so much of information available on google and the internet right now we we know what's good for us but we won't do that we just go for the easier option and that is the determining factor between successful people and people looking at them so a person who has been picking up 15 pounds is obviously a person who has not picked up the right habits doesn't mean they will never do but it's a indicator that they have not picked up the right habits and there's scope for them to be healthier so of, of course on an average day an average person has fries i don't know cheese mayo dips all these kinds of things with all the food that we like but it's all about the habit it's all about what you set your mind to a person who's determined so there will be people you know there will there will be so many people who have gained 15 pounds in this last four weeks same time you'll be seeing there will be so many people who have lost 15 pounds in the last four weeks it's all about a change of attitude that has made all the difference and the work that has put into so attitude with the right work can make all the difference it's only a factor where you want to go do you want to be better and have a better health or do you want to go back and just lose what you have achieved right excellent um you said an excellent point just now there are some people who lost 15 pounds but you really don't see none of that highlighted on on the internet uh, any reports whatsoever <laughs> you know it's always it's always the weight gain or the negative stuff that's being bombarded every day on your smartphone every time it's a um, it's a message that pops up about COVID-19 and its negative effects but 
Let's talk mm-hmm. about the positive effects, like the, the negative 15 pounds that a lot of people um, are are losing. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe they it was that it was that it was that uh, that stubborn little 15 pounds that they could not get away get away from or get off their body because they were too stressed out going to work. Now that they're home working, they're able to control their eating patterns, mm-hmm. control their stress levels. Now the 15 pounds are gone, but you hardly don't hear, ever hear those reports. Now, uh, when it comes down, do you feel that right now people focus more or should be focusing more on nutrition or or they should be focusing on food? Because I think sometimes for a lot of people, they're just mindlessly eating right now. So should they be focusing more on nutrition or, or, or food? More on nutrition or more on food? Definitely nutrition, I feel, because uh, I might eat like 50 grams or I don't know, 100 grams of potato fries and that's still going to make me full. But that's only going to give me some calories and some preservatives and some oils for no reason, which will not help me at all. On the same time, if I have 100 grams of, I don't know, maybe some nuts and then some beans and then some salads. It's gonna give me nutrition. It's gonna help me live better. It will address the stress factor that is so important that you spoke about right now because stress is all about hormones and the food we eat affects our hormones so badly. So if, if I choose to eat the fries instead of the salad and instead of the nuts and instead of the fruits, what I'm going to end up with is I'm going to end up with a lot of stress, a lot of uh, stress hormones in my body, you know, my cortisol will be up, my ghrelin will be always up, I'll, I'll not have enough leptin in my body, I'll not have proper melatonin secretion which, which will increase my insomnia, I'll not be able to sleep properly, it will mess up with my insulin levels so much that I'll not be able to uh, work properly, it will spike up my sugar levels. So all these factors are interrelated. So if we don't focus on the right nutrition, we're going to mess up the hormones in our body, which is the most important and the most regulatory factor for all our work. So if your average person does not have the right nutrition, if he just uh, focuses on bright colored packets and processed foods and those, you know, very attractive labels that the companies make with a lot of effort, then we're going to end up looking like those packets, you know, colored and fluffed and, you know, nothing on the inside. We're going to be just empty like those few fries at the in the packet of Uncle Chips that we have and everything else is just air, which means we have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely right. You know, so many people right now are dealing from stress with COVID-19. You know, it's really, really um, hitting everybody hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I'm seeing right now when I'm talking to clients, I'm talking to people just in the grocery store, you know, and I can look in the grocery buggy and I see all these frozen stuff and, you know, um, you know, lean cuisine and frozen pizzas and all these crazy different things that has all these additives and preservatives and chemicals in it. But, you know, it's like, are you stress eating? And it was like, oh, man, you know, I'm working from home and I got my kids here. I'm, I'm homeschooling and my stress is really high. So they don't have the time to prepare right. meals. They're just popping stuff in the oven or in the microwave and then they're putting on weight. So uh, I know that stress 
I feel, do you, do you, let me ask you the question. Do you feel like people are rewarding their stress with food? I didn't get your question. Come with that again. Do you feel that people are rewarding their stress levels with food? Or, you know, they're just feeding oh, their stress yeah. with food? Oh, yeah. Comfort food, you know, it's it's just being so much around right now. You know, you feel hungry all the time is because this stress. So, like you know, Terence, you know, stress uh, regulates our hormones in a very wide way. So I keep coming back to these hormones because it's ultimately related to your hormones. Now, because your stress levels are high, of course, your body is not responding well to it you are just having more and more ghrelin hormone in your body which is your hunger hormone so your body keeps telling you that you are hungry so you keep eating more and your sugar levels spike high and then you're not able to uh, balance your cortisol out and then you eat more food and that spikes up your insulin it's just not working out and that terminates in insomnia which means you get more stress you're not getting enough sleep you're more stressed now so this is a cycle that goes on and on and on and on so if we don't learn to manage our stress, it just turns out that we have a lack of sleep. It means a lot less work, less productivity, which eventually means that an average person who goes to work uh, and works 10 hours, 12 hours a day, if he, does, if he doesn't work, do, does his work properly, if he doesn't uh, do his uh, job rightly, he's eventually going to lose his job. He's not going to uh, be productive. He's not going to perform in the manner and the recessions that's going to hit us in the next one year i don't know how bad that's gonna be so eventually if you don't learn to manage your stress well and if you come you know back that up with comfort food constantly it's a cycle that will go on and it will eventually lead you to a place where you'll not be able to figure out oh my god how this happened so what you give your body will determine what you get out from your body and eventually in your life so it's just so so important that we you know know the right food we eat the right foods we know to manage the right foods you know just a quick example that I'll give in this regard you know, I knew that you know when I'm gonna be at home I'm just gonna eat a lot of stuff and I, it's important for me to have the right things in my grocery to have the right things in my kitchen shelves and I a trick that I did it's a quick uh, tip for our listeners here something that I did to avoid those is I gave away the food that I had in my refrigerator you know I have house elves in India we have house elves so uh, I gave away the food that I thought was not right and I might end up eating a lot so I gave away a lot of cheese and a lot of dips and a lot of uh, what did I have I had some uncle chips which was there just in case somebody comes around and some some kids uh, come or something so I gave away all those two people to make sure that I'm making the right choices because the thing that I'll have in front of me is something that I'll eat so even if you go to your comfort food if you have the right kind of food right now I have a, a, a packet of dry nuts in front of me so if I wanna I have my dinner at uh, 8 p.m. today so if I after this interview because I knew today is gonna be a long call so after this interview if I feel like hungry I might just, might just have two nuts and just go to sleep so because that's a crunchy thing I'm gonna crunch on them and it's gonna make me feel a little bit satisfied my satiety level is gonna be okay and I'll go back to sleep with some healthy fats so it's just a balance of how you manage your grocery manage your 
food manage your attitude to the food so that's how this whole level works i feel yeah yeah great i know the 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 grilling hormone i think some people have a disconnect between the hormones that actually make them feel they full and the hormones that actually make them feel they hungry i know um that there's a disconnection somewhere and because of that they just continue to mindlessly eat and then they come to waking and then also it could be uh, a medical condition maybe they you know some medicine they own may may be causing weight gain mm-hmm. as well now i know with the time changing and uh, people working remotely they're taking afternoon naps and then they're um binge eating or even staying up all night watching uh netflix or something like that and that that's the it's mm-hmm. really affecting their um their sleeping patterns and that's going to um increase possible weight gain as well. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about getting proper sleep. Yeah, sure. So, I said I'm I'm not going to talk any more about hormones because then people are uh will be like just talking only about hormones, but it comes down to that and to maintain sleep, there would be a few things for people who uh have uh, a condition like diabetes or hypothyroidism or i don't know high uh, blood pressure hypertension and then some for people who just don't have enough uh, uh discipline of sleeping so if you're a person listening to this podcast who cannot sleep properly at night just go back to this fact how did you sleep and get up one month before or two months before is it the same thing did you sleep properly and got up and went to office or did your work or go to school or did whatever you wanted or is it a fact that you have not been sleeping properly for the last 2 years 3 years 4 years if this is a pattern then you need a conscious change to break that pattern how could you break that pattern we going to induce proper sleep timings for us we are going to induce proper food into our diet to induce sleep for us For example in India the staple food of uh, Indians mostly is rice and that's a great sleep inducer you know modern fitness modern diet says that you know rice is bad for your body it will spike up your sugar levels but that's fine when it's eaten in proportion and with geoclimatic effects you know the place we live in for Indians it's a tradition it's a part of the culture it's something that we have been eating for centuries there is no way it will meta- interfere with our metabolism until we uh, use it in a different way now obviously if i have my epitama type 2 diabetes patient and i have my dinner at 11 pm on an everyday basis of course that's going to affect my sugar levels but the same patient if we have a bowl of rice at 8 pm at 7:30 pm at even 8:30 pm with the proper amount of vegetables with lots of fiber that's going to help him sleep the fiber will help him stay very full for a longer period of time the rice will induce sleep for him you know people who are not lactose intolerant can have a glass of milk before they sleep with some turmeric you know and i will say evidently about turmeric uh, on every podcast that i get terence including yours again turmeric is a great thing for your anti-inflammation antibacterial anti everything anti-stressant anti-depressant everything so it goes with everything the diet that you have culturally traditionally around is something that is designed to make your body fit eat local eat hyper local 
eat seasonal things if you eat all these things it will induce a proper hormonal balance in your body and if your hormones are right trust me you will have the right amount of sleep you will maintain your weight you will be able to revert diabetes like Terence has it's a game changer it's the ultimate level game changer for you and for people who are not able to sleep just because of this covid pandemic and they're watching netflix and chilling the whole time watching amazon prime video and i don't know so many other uh platforms it's just a maintenance of discipline that can bring you back to track if you have a proper time you know you don't need melatonin patches every day to sleep when you are 34 or 42 you don't need that you just need a little bit of maintenance a little bit of gap from the digital world for your stress levels to go down because until your stress levels go down your sleep hormones will not come into effect and there should be a little bit of distance between your cell phone and where you are so i i always say there should be a 4 feet distance between your cell phone so that the radiations are out you know a little bit far away from you also it's out of your reach so you should be lazy about going to your cell phone and reaching out for that message again or watching that netflix again for you to focus on your sleep and don't get up from your bed don't get up from your bed until you want to pee if you want to pee go out okay don't stay in your bed <laughs> until you're doing that stay in your bed and make sure that you have a proper timing of sleeping and getting up because if you don't have those to correct your body your mind will not tell your body that go to sleep so if you train your body it's training if you tell your body that i'm going to sleep every day at i don't know 11 pm even if you sleep at 12 pm just 12 am you go to sleep at 12 am you train your body every day to go to sleep at 12 am and then wake up next day i don't know 6 am or 7 am or whatever timing is convenient for you you train your body the right way you will see you know eventually that you don't need 8 hours of sleep you don't need 7 hours of sleep i have seen people sleeping for 4 and a half hours and waking up energized and working for the next 12 hours how do they do it because it's all about training your mind and telling your mind to do a certain thing so your mind gets used to it it's a matter of practice and all that sleep about I know I wish I had that superpower of speed napping for an hour and a half and waking back up refreshed and able to oh work for a while. That's a superpower. <laughs> I wish I had that. Oh my god, please somebody inject me with I, that I superpower. just I just wish. I just I just wish I knew how they do it. Oh. I mean I can I, I I if I sleep for an hour and a half, I I wake up I I'm in a brain fog. I'm you know I'm just like oh but why why did I go to sleep you know I'm like no no I can't do it so I have to, my body my alarm clock when nasty goes off but nasty go off at around 5 and I'm up 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 until probably about um 11 or 12 midnight you know I don't it's no naps in between until my body shuts down and say look you want you're going to have to shut it down you know what I'm saying and I might have to um take two or three hours at that time but only when my body sends a signal hey you know you need to shut it down but other than that you know i can go all day i'll be up but at a certain time at night between 10 and midnight depending on what's going on i'm i'm in a i'm in a relaxed mode if, if my head go back on the couch and my feet go up on the ottoman mm-hmm. most likely i'm going to be sleeping by 15 minutes you know <laughs> so 
it's it just yeah. crazy. You've exhausted yourself by the time is when yeah. your body is saying, I can't take it anymore. I got to go back to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I get paid to push myself that way physically and mentally. Um, it's, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a good thing. So it's like, um, you know, I have to do it. I have to pay it. I'm paid because I'm selling a product. I'm selling the program. So I have to do it. And then at the end of the day, you know, once I eat, you know, I'd be like, and I, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm tired now. I can really feel that the, uh, the muscle soreness. It feels great. It's a wonderful feeling. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I sleep like a baby. Absolutely, too much. I know what you're talking about <laughs> because you're so passionate. And when you're saying this, you're so passionate about it. And you know, people just saying it's all different, but it's all a circle. It's just the icky guy. Lately, everybody's talking about this Japanese term icky guy about your passion and your work and your capabilities. So you really have your icky guy game on, which is why you're able to do it so effortlessly because. When you're passionate about something and then you're doing it, it's the reason that you're able to do it for so long without that stress. And then because you're not having a lot of stress, your body is eventually telling you that, okay, I can shut down now. I don't have any more energy. Let me get up tomorrow and start on it again. Because you're so passionate, Terrence. I can sense it in your voice. I, I you know, it's when, when you come out of ICU from a, um, almost a diabetic coma, it's like a near-death mm-hmm. experience, you know. That was over like 11 years ago, um, but since then, you, you know, had that? Once, yeah, I had that. I had that. I was diet with the type two diabetes. I had that, and I was in. When you hooked up in ICU with IVs in your arm and you're getting poked every hour, check, people checking your blood and checking your skin, and you know, it, it's like. You don't ever want to go back to nothing like that. So, you know, I made a promise to myself that I was going to take better care of me, you know, and um, and that's what I was doing. But I did not know that that was going to turn into a business, you know, over time. And now it's like we're doing so much for so many people, you know, around the world. I'm meeting so many people like yourself, you know, uh, through different groups. I'm like, wow, this is amazing right now. So, um it's, it's just a good thing. So I don't ever want to go back. Even when I feel like I'm having maybe, I may be eating too many cookies. I'd be like, oh, you got to stop it. You know, then I'll shut it down. It's okay. For, you can't have no more sugar for such a period of long time. And then focus on my conditioning, focusing on my workout, focus on uh, my H2O consumption, you know, really try to just flush my system out with, with detox teas and everything like that. So. Mm. I have to be smarter about it because the cameras are always flashing, you know, always in front of a camera. And you don't want to look like you're, you know, you're not living up with, with, to, the, to what you're practicing. You know what I'm saying? People, it's unbelievable. You can't coach people online and then in person they see you and you, you're overweight, you're slouching, you have bad posture, your skin is looking crazy, you know, you know it's just not a good look, okay? That's just not a good look. So how are you taking care of yourself when it comes down to your exercise? What type of exercise routines are you uh, implementing into your into your daily routine? I know you walk a lot, but what else are you doing? Uh, that's like my favorite question, Terrence, because I keep talking about India and how great it is. I am a big fan of Indian culture and I'm a big fan of yoga. So I always do yoga. The uh, first thing that I do in the morning, get up, have my turmeric pills, 
15 minutes later i'll have my idli from water with my honey and lemon that's like a staple of my everyday life and then 15 minutes later i just start doing my exercise my yogas i do some fre- you know stretching i do some weight training but that's more like a little bit but mostly it's yoga because uh i like the flexibility and the relaxation it brings with it because uh, the most important thing like Terence you spoke about your diabetic coma you know i have been i've gone through hormonal injections it's been a painful experience for me i had to go through surgery because i had a like a 14 cm cyst in my right ovary and the doctor told me you're going to probably have this cyst again in a year and it was a dreadful experience for me but you have to have your mindset right you know even the doctor told me that you have to uh, probably get another surgery another year if you don't uh, if you have this cyst again if there is a big chance you can have it i had so much of positivity even then uh, it's a funny thing it's a funny story i'll just share quickly <laughs> so the next day after my surgery you i was uh, uh, obviously with this iv in my arms and everything and the nurse was keeping on checking on me every two i don't know two or four hours i don't have a clear memory and i told her thanks so many times you know my mother said i told her thanks 14 times like thank you sister for taking care of me thank you sister for feeding me so many times the nurse went away so i had that kind of mindset even when i was on surgery bed and at that time i made a decision i'm never going back to that i'm never going to have the cyst even the doctor tells me that you're going to have this you have chances of doing that you're going to have probably another year of hormonal injections and i've seen what that does to me is the reason that i exercise every day is the reason that i do yoga every day because it brings my stress levels down the entire point of this entire conversation with two things one is your mindset another is managing your stress level because it, when your stress level is right when you are not so stressed your body will function so much more positive with positively and i practice yoga i do a lot of asanas which are like tricky asanas like you know head stands or i don't know pulling up my body you know something called tanurasana all these asanas because these not only help me improve my lymphatic system they help me improve my cardiologic system you know all these systems apart from that it brings to me a lot of kindness a calmness and relaxation when i'm done with that i feel so much refreshed and i'm just so much more calm and kind to the world out there it just helps me with my overall day it's a brilliant start to the day it was a brilliant question you asked that what kind of exercises i do i think everybody should always focus on not only weight loss not only in weight management but an overall holistic practice of exercises that will not only maintain health and fitness for you which bring to you calmness relaxation deep breathing techniques meditation i i do them all because it's really important to keep your mind and your heart and your soul aligned in one place that's when that miracle happens you know nutrition is very important but apart from that your physical activity is what determines how your bodily functions are working so if somebody says that i'm just dieting i'm having a diet of i don't know 1300 calories every single day and i'm going to lose all the weight even if you are losing all the weight you might not be having a proper uh, respiratory system your kidney functions might not be working normal you might not have a proper bile movement 
which will eventually resurface in different problems and that is where the physical movement the physical activity comes in you got to maintain your stress levels you got to maintain a healthy and rigorous workout at the same time on an everyday basis which is why i do the weight training because that's when you get you increase your lung capacity you increase your cardiologic problems uh, you you overcome them and it all adds up together it's a wholesome process yeah that it, is it the, the body is designed to move um when we go back we think about the way i don't care what culture you from if you go back 200 years 300 years even even way less than that 1920s whatever mm-hmm. our ancestors used to walk everywhere if you go back to everywhere you know, yeah everywhere before there was automobiles you know we had horses and stuff like that but we walked everywhere and we lived longer lives you know we 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 that's how we got our exercise we you know we we did a whole lot of things with our body our whole body and we lived healthier lives we ate from the vine we ate from the garden we ate from you know uh the sea we ate from the land and we ate from the sky we didn't have all the processed mm-hmm. stuff junk food and the sugars and all that stuff like that and we live we go back to our ancestral roots we lived to be 900 years old or something like that and had great cognitive awareness had great energy and stamina mm-hmm. and also we had great independence you know uh, it, it, some people died of you know natural causes and stuff like that you know but you know exercise everything that you mentioned about exercise um is right on point and and what i'm seeing right now is that so many people especially in the western society you know everything is mm-hmm. on the go on the go on the go everything is just so stressful and people are eating on the run and they're eating in a chaotic state where the body cannot process the nutrients in that manner you have to be more relaxed when you decide to eat and really enjoy the food so you know everything that you're saying about exercise how it helps your body um the the meditation thing i'm 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 getting there i'm getting there okay i can do 10 minutes and then all of a sudden <laughs> it, <laughs> and then um the it's yoga it's fine Karen like it's, yeah, it's fine like 10 minutes is it's great you know people will be like i if you're not doing meditation for 1 hour and 30 minutes or 1 hour you're not doing anything but it doesn't matter you got to start you got it's like exercise you got to start a training you you when you start weight training you don't do 15 kg in a day you have to get there right 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 i mean what uh, before i do podcast sometimes i sit in that state in the studio as long as i can and then um i got heavily into i stretch a lot but not uh like yoga stretching you know um i'm not as flexible like i can do a downward dog and a cobra and all that stuff like that but i'm just starting to Oh my god i know it. you're so fit <laughs> I, I but it hurts certain certain positions I, i don't have the joint flexibility and the muscle flexibility and um and i was like oh i got to work on it but i do know you know every like you just said every day practice and drink the water stay hydrated and I, i'm getting more into the yoga uh poses and stance i'm mm-hmm. learning more and uh that and meditation are the two things that i have incorporated into my routines over the last year um especially wow. this year so when when you said that i was like oh i'm on the right track cuz you said it you know i was like okay i'm doing good 
So yeah, See, I, I have mean, a more relaxed approach to things, you know. Like you are very, I know you are a hardcore fitness freak. I see you all the time doing this amazing exercises. Uh, my approach to nutrition and fitness and overall wellness is a little bit more relaxed because I feel that you know most people don't get there because they're too much afraid of what they can't do. So if if I feel that when I talk to my clients, I always tell you know like I told you, encourage people. If you want to do ten minutes of meditation, it's fine. Just do it. You do it. You feel accomplished. You do next day. You do twenty minutes, or you do ten minutes for I don't know a week or two weeks, and then go to twenty minutes. It's when we take a relaxed approach to things, I feel they achieve more. That's what is working out for me. So that's the way I approach things. You, uh, I think you are doing so much more. You're doing uh, trainings, like rigorous trainings, hard on, hardcore things, and it's it's amazing how that's working out for you. So. both of the worlds are amazing however the, the thing that i want to add is that your nutrition should be at par with your lifestyle so if your lifestyle is uh sedentary so if you're a person who's working at desk all the day then your nutrition has to suffice with it 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 has to be lesser fat it has to be more protein and you have to incorporate that physical movement in your lifestyle because nutrition uh, along with lifestyle will give you the results so if you're a person who's just dieting because you're sitting on a uh, desk work and you think that I'm just checking my calories right that's not going to count you have to incorporate the right lifestyle the right movement in your body at the same time if you're a hard uh, core worker if you're a hardcore fitness person if you're an athlete if you are a person who has uh, who does physical labor then you have to make sure that you get the right amount of food because if you don't get the right amount of food then you will have muscle fatigue you will not be able to get sleep you'll, you'll break down eventually so your nutrition should be at par with your lifestyle it should be really important you can't think like you know when i used to be a child i used to eat this much and i used to play around and nothing used to happen to me so what's going how does it matter i'm going to have mac and cheese every day i'm going to have these pizzas every day so it does matter because with your lifestyle change as a child you were much more active physically which is not the case for us now as we are aging we are becoming older the the physical activity is in, decreasing exponentially so you have to make sure that the lifestyle is very much in proportion to your nutrition Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. You hearing it, you hearing it, you hearing it. This is your best lifestyle podcast with my special guest Anna Nupama. And Nup <laughs> Anupama Chatterjee. Oh my god. I got it. She's dropping great knowledge so you can pick up on it. Okay? And incorporate these things into your lifestyle. so you can increase your quality of life increase your activities of daily living decrease your cortisol hormones increase your stamina your muscle endurance um your hormonal balances you can increase your focus and cognitive awareness you can decrease your the uh your risk of memory loss and dementia it all depends on what you're getting from it man you know this is all protein there's no soy here You know, she's giving you a whole lot of tips and strategies that you can use that you can really <laughs> use today starting right now 
to improve your life during these times of uncertainty and you know, stress and unhealthy eating habits and quarantine and possibly being affected with a sedentary lifestyle. She's telling you right now how to get up, how to move, why you should get up and move, the, the positive effects on it, you know, how it's going to really reduce a lot of uh, lifestyle diseases. And not only that, reduce a lot of medical bills because people don't understand the the better you eat, the more you work out, you reduce a lot of medical bills, okay? Because if you get sick mm-hmm. or injured, somebody's going to get paid off of you, whether you have great insurance or not. Okay, so when you do these type of things into your life, you're going to really, you know, save a whole lot of money in the process, you know, and you're going to really become a better investor with that money. So if you own some type of lifestyle medicine right now for diabetes or hypertension, you know, um, these are the tips and strategies that you can use to really uh, downsize them or even get off the medicine and reduce them. Now, if you, if you need modern medicine for some, some major ailment that you have, you know, that's a whole nother story. Okay. But, however, great nutrition and diet and purposeful exercise will help with any uh, ailment that you got going on, chronic lifestyle disease. You have to get up and move whether you have MS, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, uh, any of those different things, you still have to get up and exercise. You have to stretch. You have to meditate. You have to increase the water consumption. You got to get your vitamins and minerals. And also, you got to get the herbs in too, the herbs and spices too, like she's saying, the turmeric and all the positive effects of turmeric, you know. And um, just, just, you know, eat from the glycemic index and control your stress. Uh, get in control of your, your sleeping patterns right now. That's People don't understand the importance of having great sleep, okay? Now, I get it. If you're a power napper or some people say, I'll sleep when I die, see that over time, if you're not paying attention, this can really have a negative effect on your life, okay? So you want to make sure that you're watching how many hours you're sleeping. You don't want to oversleep to sleep all day. That's no, okay? But everything that she touched on, was right on point for you okay this is why i wanted to have her back because she's she gives so much explosive information that you can use so um any more final words you want to share with the listeners tell everybody where they can find you Uh, i think uh we had an amazing time so a few revisions from what we spoke about today include like Terence said, include all kinds of food, all kinds of nutrients in your food, vitamins and minerals are essential in your diet. So are proteins and carbs. But eat low glycemic index foods that will help you uh, have a stable insulin level. Your hormones are of utmost importance to your body. And if you don't understand the whole hormonal cycle, that's fine. You don't have to unless you're a nutritionist, a health worker or a doctor. But you have to get your stress levels lower induce more happiness and positivity in your life and have the right mindset that's the killer that's will that will that is what will help you in the long term achieve a sustainable health and that's what will keep you going in the long term you don't have to know everything about everything you just have to make the right choices that's what uh, that's why Terence people and people like Terence and me are here for nutritionists and uh, fitness coaches to guide you through your way in case you have any problem and if you want to reach out to me you can reach out to me on my website 
That's anupamachadri.com. Hard name, but I'm going to spell it out for you. A-N-U-P-A-M-A. Anupama, C-H-A-T-T-E-R-J-E-E. anupamachatterjee.com reach out to me and last time i did for you terence i'm going to do it again for people the first five people who reach out to me from this podcast i'll give them a customized complimentary diet chart from me as a gift to you just mention to me that you came from your best lifestyle podcast which is one of the best podcasts about health and wellness make sure you reach out to me and when you reach out to me mention that you came from this podcast and i'm going to make you a customized diet plan for you which is relevant with your tradition with your culture you don't have to cut back on everything and you're going to live a sustainable life that's all terence i have awesome y'all heard it y'all heard it y'all heard it this is the your best lifestyle podcast right here on stitcher uh itunes spotify anchor Apple, Google, Radio Podcast Play and many many more platforms. You heard it right here. So we thank you guys for tuning in once again. Make sure that you go ahead and get that discount code, you know, and and a new retreat. Oh my god, I can't, you know, I I can't thank you uh, enough for always uh coming in and and you know, doing what you do. So much great information. So um yeah, so you know, just hold the line for me, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is us right here. I hope you guys got a full of this. You know, it's great information. Make sure you use that, and then we'll talk to you on. This episode of the Your Best Lifestyles podcast is sponsored today by the MedFit Network. The MedFit Network is both a free national online registry to find educated fitness and healthcare professionals in your area with services for those with chronic diseases, medical conditions, disability, women's health including pre and postpartum care. a professional membership organization for fitness and healthcare professionals join us today at www.medfitnetwork.org that's www.medfitnetwork.org